Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Strikes Back. My name is George and you're listening to an episode I have been longing to record. Transformers, the last night review. Damn son. And I've got the boys here with me to talk about it and get in depth on this one. Connor. Hello. And Benny. Roll out. Number five, stack them up. 2017. It's been 10 years since the first one. What were you guys expecting going in this one? How have you kind of thought about the Transformers series on the whole? And uh, what was what, what were you guys vibing going in? This, this is a great series. This is a great <laughs> series of great films. And I, was, I just couldn't wait for the new one. <laughs> great. It sounds it's great. super great. <laughs> it just sounds... <laughs> Love it. <laughs> that's a great opinion. Um, I think we're pretty much all on board with the idea that this has been steadily getting more and more insane and, and bad and weird and sad and yeah i just think i don't think it has i think number two it it was there i don't think it has migrated any further since two i thought that i could not wait for that film to end in the cinema and i felt exactly the same this one i could not wait for it to end i i'm this is a dark secret but i'm almost an apologist for some of these films and i don't know why i kind of i kind of dig the first three i have them on (laughs) blu-ray I could I could probably sit down and watch any of them at any point. I don't. I'd like to clarify that. I do not. <laughs> but because I, I can do something. <laughs> yeah, and then the fourth one came out and I didn't enjoy like one iota of it. I it just bummed me out. Uh maybe it's just me growing up. But I doubt it because I think I could go back. I've I've been watching some clips from like the first three on on YouTube and stuff and enjoying some of it. But uh But that's the thing. There's there's little pockets of those first three that are are genuinely enjoyable. I think is it the second one where he has that fight in the field where Optimus Prime is taking on like 10 Decepticons. It's fucking awesome. I remember seeing that in the theater and thinking like, this is cool. And when I rewatched it at home, that was a scene where I was like, oh, this <laughs> is almost worth it. He rips that guy's face apart with his hooks. Yeah. Very strange. Um, but yeah, the fourth one, absolutely hated. And I was not, I didn't have, didn't have high hopes for this one. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I have not enjoyed any of them since the first one. Mm. Um, Thought the fourth one. Funnily enough, actually, I thought the fourth one was better than the third one. Mm. I don't know why. Maybe it was because of Cade Yeager. Cade Yeager. Um, and how, how 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 amazing he is as a as a you know no, man, as a that, character. That movie, Stanley Tucci in that movie. Yeah. Well, Stanley Tucci really in anything. Yeah. I enjoy. Yeah. So I think when Except I first film. watched that, Except <laughs> the last night. When, when I first it. watched it, I was kind of like, oh, there are some interesting character moments. When you first. Watched it. I've told you. I, I've since it since all four have come out. I've watched them all again. Oh man, you poor soul. Um, <laughs> and I could never watch four again. Oh, it, it's so much worse the second time. So much worse. But um, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say this is worse than four. It's oh, yeah. probably the worst trans, um, Transformers film yet. This yeah. is possibly. I I made this claim a couple of weeks ago about Pirates of the Caribbean Five, <laughs> um, being the worst film I've seen in the last few years. Outrageous. I I now stand corrected. This this is the worst movie I've seen in the last few. Th- years. This is the worst film of 2017. Oh, 100 percent. Bottom of the pile. Oh, not not even close in terms of blockbusters. <clears throat> I, oh, well, well, in terms yeah. of the films that we've reviewed on this podcast, yeah, and all the episodes that we put out this year since March. And everything that we saw earlier this year, including Split and all that, this is the worst film to come out this year. I was so fucking irritated by this film. I could not wait to leave. Mm. It kept going on and on. As I said to you guys, I felt like I was in the Dragon Ball Z hyperbolic time chamber. Mm-hmm. Felt like that two and a half hour runtime felt like it extended out to be like three weeks. And I wanted to poke my eyes out and jump off the balcony that we were sitting on in the cinema and end it because yeah a lot of just a lot of lot of noise and fucking yelling and it was irritating this film you know what this film is there's there's a scene in this where there's they're in a junkyard and there's a lot of characters there there's mark Wahlberg's character there's the young girl there's there's the the all the robots are there <laughs> and and Things keep happening. Like it, it's there's bountiful amounts of things happening. Everyone's mm. saying one-liners. Everyone's talking. There's stuff going on, but nothing means anything. Mm. There's no drive. There's no intent. There's no purpose. There's no meaning. Um, and 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 due to that, it just feels empty and vacuous. 
and, and nonsensical and gobbledygook. And at the at the end of this film, like the after they've gone underwater with the submarines and after all the Cybertron shit has landed on Earth, I, I just I, I just couldn't take it anymore. And, and there's so much going on in this film, and it means nothing, and and it just feels. It's it's awful. It's just awful. I, w- I would I have- say these films are nihilistic in how bad they are. Like these last two, especially. Like they 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 make you feel empty. Yeah, I I have a theory about this film, and that's that. I feel like they wrote this film. Uh, sorry, they they wrote a script that had like a six hour runtime, and someone went to to like Michael Bay or whoever wrote this pile, and was like, we can't we can't do a six hour film and they were executed. And then they, they had this idea that, Oh, you know, maybe we, maybe we should make a, a slightly smaller film. And they just gutted this six hour screen time film to two and a half hours. And they just took all the connective tissue and they took all of the explanation about what the fuck was going on in this film. And what they were left with was just dot points of things that happened in this plot. The, and that's the what amount they filmed. of things that happen. I can, I can kind of see where you're going with that. Yeah. But because so you you get like the amount all these of locations, like, the amount of yeah. things going on, it's insane. The like the 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 all the different like they they just tried to deal with so many different things in this film, none of which are addressed properly, none of which are addressed like accurately. Just this film is it's in, it's insane. It's insanity. It is it is bereft of sanity. It is bonkers. Yep. It makes no sense. There's, there's things happen with no rhyme or reason or will. It's yeah. fucking nuts. It's actually, it's amazingly bold, and that's not surprising coming from Michael Bay. I mean, this is one bombastic fucking dude. Yeah. Like, he clearly doesn't give a shit. Like, so yeah. early on, and this is all in the trailers, there's, um, you know, Optimus Prime goes back to Megatron City. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't want to go... Sorry, um, just- should we get into spoilers? No, this isn't a spoiler. Okay. This is fucking, who fucking gives a shit? <laughs> no, no, I just, Shut yeah, up! Yeah. No. Well, that's the fucking part of the podcast. We have to non-spoiler spoiler. You, you cannot spoil this movie after you're just screaming you about it. You have seen this all before. Um, yeah, he's talking to Quintessa, the robot lady, and she's like, you're a bad guy now. And he's like, no. And she's like, you're a bad guy now. He's like, all right, I am Nemesis Prime. And But there's like not even attempted any kind of plot justification for it. or. Yeah. Any, just anything. And I feel like we missed a good 10 minute scene where it explains not, not like him <laughs> going bad. Like, cause, cause you're right. It was just like, you're bad. No, you're bad. Okay. Yeah. Showing like an, some resistance or, you know, showing the good in him trying to well, like fight against being taken over by evil. Well, it wouldn't yeah. take, it was, taken it, was just, much. it was like a switch. It was just like, I'm bad now. It wouldn't have taken much. Like you could have had that. It, it, quite easily, just the the evolution of this Optimus Prime character over these films. He is such a an insane fascist. Yeah, like they, they could have so easily just <laughs> brought because you know his whole thing in this movie is like to humans like your planet must die so mine can live, and it, it's like the he the way he treats the Decepticons in in those earlier films is terrifying. It fucks people up. But fucks them up. Like I was watching a clip from the third one the other day where he or the second who cares where he like. He, like, axes a guy in the forehead, leaps over him, grabs his head, and rips out his head with a spine attached. I'm like, can you imagine, like, Captain America doing that shit? <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. I can't believe these films and these these heroes in Echoes. Yeah. Oh, my God. But, the, you know, watching this film, I finally kind of just said to myself, I get it. This <laughs> is made for seven-year-olds. It's not made for anyone older than that. Not, like, actual seven-year-olds, like. Well, I Men- mentally seven-year-olds. So. I don't know, man, uh, because I can't see that how anyone can can be on board with this. They clearly can yeah. because they're hugely successful films, and that's not just kids watching these. I, I I just don't get it, man. Yeah, yeah, I don't get it because you know there's a, there's something really cool in these French uh, these Transformers movies, which I, I we were talking a little bit after the screening. Con, con so I I really like how Michael Bay tries to go for this military tangible realistic well, lived in the kind of a thing and then you get fart jokes and stupid michael bay transformer you know burp jokes racist trash talk and- um just just you know these just pinning down cultures into 
Yeah, I don't know. There's a racist. There's a racism aspect in these films that I'm not on board with. Um, <laughs> George, <laughs> not, not, not on board with racism. Sure I like racism. <laughs> Apart from that, racism. We're yeah. talking about the humor. Far be it from me to to lambast someone about their humor. Like fart jokes can be funny. Um, there are movies that you know kind of use a baseless sense of humor, whatever you want to call it. But and I, and I don't want to criticize anyone for their their sense of humor. Having said that, I think there is something to be said for for um, the way that you integrate humor into a film <laughs> and the kind of humor that complements yeah. certain films. Yes. And what was so bizarre about this film was that the humor felt so, you know, kind of almost abstract compared to the overall push of the film. It doesn't fit, does it? And, and I mean, that's kind of saying something because nothing in this film fits, but... I mean, like, it's just another example of, of a, of, I feel like this was directed by six people, each with their own vision about what the fuck was going on. See, I don't, I don't feel that at all. I think um, Michael Bay is a amazingly competent director, and I think he's making the exact films that he wants to make. I think technically he's one of the absolute best in the biz. I think technically he's a competent director, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I mean... The proof is in the, the pudding. Like, these movies are all successful. Like, he's making these movies. He knows what he wants them to be, and they are it, and they are working to some degree. Um, yeah, I, I think he's doing exactly what he wants to do. Yeah, but it just doesn't connect with me. And, oh, yeah, no, absolutely. And there's something, there's some parts of Michael Bay that I just don't get. For example, there's one bit in this film where the little girl, the little baddest girl who... On a side note, I don't know why the hell she's in this film. She yeah. has no significance to the plot. Yeah, yeah. Um, no but there's this... Um, I don't know if this is a spoiler, but I don't care. Um, there's this bit where, where her little... It's near the beginning of the film. Her, her um, Autobot, Autobot um, buddy is dying. Yeah. And she's like, wake up! Wake up! And the robot's like, I'm dying, I'm dying. And, and, and he, he's struggling. He's like, his last breaths are leaving him. And she's screaming, wake up. And I was like, that, that just didn't... I was like, why is she saying that? For some reason, that, that really got on my goat. Um, <laughs> I, got I, got I, on I, it. <laughs> got right on that goat. Was like, my, I mean, pet goat is, my pet goat sitting next is, to me. I thought that was Bumblebee. That's a whole, yeah, other, that's a whole yeah. other point. Is you but, can't tell yeah, but like, why about, would but. Michael Bay direct her in that manner? What he he's he, well, because the whole the crazy. whole idea was that he's crazy that that her family died in that exclusion zone type thing. Don't this. die! Don't die! Scream that! But wake up! Oh, I don't know. She's do, a do you know? I know it seems like very minute, but I think this it's is a very small thing to. Pick I know, up. but yeah, I think <laughs> I think it's it, it's one of a hundred that I could pick out that highlights the the idiotic approach this okay. film has. Look, I before we get too far into this. I want to ask, was there anything about this film that you enjoyed? Um, I really liked the design of the um, police robot. Barricade? Barricade. Mm. He was dope. Is the car or the... The car. The, the humanoid, yeah. The car yeah. was cool. I, and, and the humanoid. He's, he's a cool character. He's always felt very imposing. There's something about it, like a sentient cop car that is fucking terrifying. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I saw this um, on, on a big fuck off screen like a lot better than than what you guys saw it on um so i was i was able to hey, um my screen was fine <laughs> man, fuck that place i was able to i was able to just watch this very much from a technical perspective and that's exactly what i did that's how i got through the two and a half hours yeah and um i'm a huge fan of ilm and the work they do and and so from from that point of view i i enjoyed a, a lot of it not as a film but as, as like a tech demo <laughs> yeah Mm. Um, I. This is going to be weird to explain. I enjoyed some of the performances, kind of individually, separate from how they contributed to the film. I like Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg's In, very like, easy everything to watch. he does. Yeah, he's so he, easy to watch. He's very charismatic. Yeah, and he's, he's, he's called Cade Yeager. Yeah, this is awesome. So for me, it was it, Stanley Tucci's weird, drunken Merlin character in the beginning. No, I thought. <laughs> just was was kind of quirky and funny, but and he like, was slozzled. It was great. Yeah, and like his his no. little speech no. was it, it it was so f far removed from the tone that had been set for the film so far. But um, but I mean the the performance itself, like the was a kind of a funny monologue. Um, there was a bit where he was talking, and the 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 the. 
the grading changed and the the background became really overexposed. And I was looking at this and I was like, this looks like a 14-year-old made it in Final <laughs> Cut or iMovie. Like, what the fuck am I watching? Yeah. But like, so this is what I'm saying. Just his performance, like that little monologue I thought was kind of quirky and fun. Um, and Anthony Hopkins as this kind of bizarre <laughs> character. Um, again, not not for what he did for the plot or the movie or anything, but just on its own. Yeah. Was kind of this funny, weird. He was like 70% a lot of fun. Yes. Yeah. He was really bad at some point. Yeah. <laughs> that bit where he's like, dude, I'm like, I don't like that. Yeah. I, I, I agree and I totally get with what you're saying. Just as an entertainment kind of value, um, Anthony Hopkins really helped get me through this film. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he... But he, the stuff he was saying was so stupid and so bizarre and his monologues were just so hammed yeah. in there. I feel like it would have been a good character in a different film. Like I, I don't know. It's just... I, I, I just... It's just he's a good performer. He's, yeah, he's an amazing yeah, performer. Yeah, great to watch. On 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 that note, I I love and in all of these movies, I just love uh, watching Optimus Prime as this fucking unhinged psychopathic uh, hero leader of the good guys, uh, and every fucking line has to be some amazing platitude Monologue, about yeah. his, uh, <laughs> freedom is the right of all sentient beings. I will yeah. kill all of them. It's amazing, uh, and he's just, he's just doing the same again in this one. Yeah, but I I felt like even the action scenes where he's going in to kick ass were just. I don't know. They felt. How many less times than. have we seen the the Autobots roll in in a <laughs> desert setting where there's a, mm. one singular road? Yeah, and the helicopter spinning around it, and there's three cars alone. I've seen so much of this film before. I, I seriously think a lot of the action sequences you could cobble together from the last ones. There yeah. was very little new stuff in here, not a, and, not and even. I switch off. I switch off because I go. I've seen this before. I know. It's visual noise. My brain switches off. There was, there was negative stuff even. In, in the, these last two, I feel like Michael Bay has just really gotten bored with Transformers. He's not interested in them anymore. In the fourth one, they barely transformed. In this one, there's, there's like no kind of vehicle stuff in it really. Um, and there's not even that much like robot fighting. It's mostly like the military yeah. and stuff now. It feels like he's yeah. really overworking with these robots, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good observation. There's some uh, cool new stuff with Bumblebee, the way he kind of came back together. That, that first scene where he comes back together yeah. in slow-mo, that was... And but you, like, it was such a. I was still reeling from the bizarreness of that scene, and this is this is kind of this is the problem. Nothing in this movie fits together. Nothing they, individually. Some of them are are cool scenes, but and 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 individually, some of these are cool performances. And individually, you know, there's some cool theme. But together, when you cobble this mess together. It doesn't make any sense, and it just it it's it's so. I see. I, I don't even know how to describe this film. That's the problem. I like my brain keeps jumping from one thing that I saw in this film to another to to just like all over the place, and I can't grasp. You know what it's one like? It's film. like it's like getting a bunch of ingredients that should be good together and half blending them so they don't even make <laughs> a combined liquid <laughs> that to drink. Yeah. And it's like kind of these gloopy things that coexist, but it, it doesn't blend and it doesn't create a complete um, thing to consume. Yeah. It's like, and that's what this thing is. It's just like pa- a patchwork. Yeah. And and it and the patches aren't aren't sewn together properly. It's fucked. And the whole thing is fucked. Yeah. And fuck, I don't want to ever watch <laughs> one of these movies again because they're shit. I, They're so shit. I liked the baby Dinobots. <laughs> they were cute. Yeah, I didn't mind that. But like I want, so I want the completely and utterly like unnecessary. I like the cute yeah, it was little... weird. It's like, where the fuck do these come from? <laughs> I, I like the cute little blue robot with the big eyes. I, I was like, that merchandise-wise, he is so cute. People love him. But mm. Michael Bay can't direct it in a way that makes those sense. Like an endearing and, and cute. So, all right, I, I will... Like BB-8, he, he he could have created the next yeah. BB-8 with that character mm. potentially. Look, potentially, I, yeah, but and the movie's not no focused way, at all on those characters. And no way, Michael Bay has the chops to be able to create that. Yeah, look, I I think we need to do something at this point because this this movie and therefore the review of this movie is so haphazard and like just all over the place. Seems think, appropriate. Do we do we just say from now on? Spoilers. Let's like, go we spoilers. Can just say spoilers the whole want. time. I'm I know not worried is. about spoiling this. But film. I mean, you know, for for, <laughs> for, for every reason, 
for whatever reason that if you you're want to if go you're see deeply invested in the mythology of the Transformers yeah. <laughs> films, go fuck yourself firstly, and then, um, and then, then watch the your, film and come with back you, with your toy Optimus. We, we can give our we'll, we'll give our you know opinions of it, um, and I'll, I'll I will go first, and I will say this: Do not see this film. Don't, or if you must see this film, um, see it in a way that will not provide money to these fuckers that made it. I just I I beg of you. Just listen to the rest of this podcast. I guarantee you it will be more interesting than actually seeing this film. Sneak into the cinema. Yeah. <laughs> if you need to see robots fighting each other, go watch Pacific Rim. Go watch, uh, even go watch the first three of these. I don't care, but do yeah. not see this film. Do any robots fight robots in Pacific Rim? No, I don't think um, so. Oh, no, shit. they don't. That's why these movies are successful. Yeah. There's no, there's no competition. <laughs> <laughs> go go watch... Um, Real Steel. Was was, oh, fuck. <laughs> Do not yeah. go watch Real I Steel. Like, I was trying to think of that movie, then when you said it, I'm like, oh. <laughs> don't. Yeah, go watch Neon Genesis Evangelion. Enjoy, my okay. friends. Or go play Titanfall. I don't Thank know. Thank me later. Send me a postcard when you're in heaven. Um, yeah, I'm going to give my thoughts... Um, 100% agree with you, Connor. Do not go see this. This is a horrible film. Um, this is worse than I expected. I thought it was going to be a bland, boring film, but I actually wanted to poke my eyes out in this movie. It was so awful on every account. I hope this franchise dies. Um, I hope the Bumblebee film it has a little bit of something else because I am so fatigued by this franchise and I uh, die. Die, please. Okay, I um, I hope they never make another one of these. I hope this one doesn't do very well. I hope uh, we can move on to bigger and better things. Maybe even something else with the Transformers franchise where they uh, actually try and do something good or interesting with it. Uh, something for those poor Transformers fans, those poor long-suffering Transformers fans who have had to suffer through indignities that I can't even imagine. I mean, I'm an Intertels fan. And I've been treated so much better than these poor guys. Um, that being said... I didn't hate the experience of sitting through this film like you, you clearly did. Um, maybe part of that was that I was in a really nice cinema. I went to the premiere. It was fucking sweet. Um, yeah, they always get you know, the premiere. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it was weird actually. There was no like hype guy like, oh, oh okay. man, we've got this great film. He just came out and it's like, oh, we're all we're happy you're here. But these poor Paramount people, they didn't seem <laughs> happy about anything. Um, yeah, I, I feel like a lot of people out there might be like me and kind of just have to see it as a morbid curiosity thing. Like, I can't imagine a situation where I don't watch one of these when it comes out. And, it, you know, it helps that I see all this shit for free. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't hate sitting through it. There were some funny moments intentionally. There were some hilarious moments unintentionally. Uh, it's, it's such a weird mishmash. It's fascinating in its own way. Yeah, I wish I could say I was fascinated by it, but I'm not. Yeah. And 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 again, I will say, I really think um, Michael Bay is an amazingly talented blockbuster filmmaker. I just think he doesn't have any interest in making good films, yep. generally. Yeah, no, scope and spectacle, he's able to do it. Mm. It's a problem that you don't feel anything when it's on screen. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, I'm, I'm going <sighs> to... It's because I, you don't care about the characters, so there's no sense. Like at the end there... He doesn't care Oh, I mean, we're in spoilers, right? Right now, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, at the end, there when Mark Wahlberg is fighting amongst Bumblebee and Optimus Prime. Oh my god! Um, you didn't feel like any. Yeah, I was not like, oh man, Mark Wahlberg. Okay, Jaeger's gonna get squashed. It's like, wow. That'd be cool if he did. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> like, like there, there's no. It just doesn't. There's no sense of tension or threat or there's no stakes yeah it just it just kind of meanders along can i can i paint a comparison for you guys um for because we we talked earlier about you know the the reason for optimus prime going bad was just so lackluster and and disappointing i felt like the 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 reason for him becoming good again was just as bizarre and all i could think of was batman versus superman (laughs) just saying like martha it was it was it was it was like the the robot equivalent Martha. I would say this is a hundred times better than Martha. But it was just because just like not in an execution way, but in an in paper way. Like the way Bumblebee hasn't spoken for like five films, and at the end of this, he's finally like like Optimus Prime. I would lay down my life for you, and I can see how that would be meant to be a big moment. Like that makes a lot more thematic sense than, than the Martha thing. It kind of makes sense, but yeah. like... I think it works a lot better time. even than when Optimus goes bad at the beginning. I think yeah, that, 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 that was the closest that, that 
this movie came to having a touching moment. I don't think it worked uh, because you know, who cares about all this, but um, it makes sense. Oh, no, the touching moment was definitely Anthony Hopkins dying. Oh, <laughs> that was so good. That was so good. And that I loved how he just is, spun. His tri- triple axle backflip. Holy so, shit. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but like Anthony Hopkins... <laughs> if he had to do anything more than a brisk walk, they got like it looked like they got like a stunt double in, and you just get the shot on the back of his yeah. head, like running it down a yeah. passage. It, like that was it, so fucking bizarre. You know what's so funny is like these guys. Like, when was the last time that somebody got cast in one of these films as a good guy, not the villain of the piece, and is going to definitely stick around for three to five movies? Mark Wahlberg, man. Yeah, exactly. They they all stick around, but Anthony Hopkins is in about three quarters of this film, and they gets taken the fuck out with a missile. One and done, man. Like one yeah. and done. And and for the most stupid reason, I love how he just walk just walks up to Stonehenge, yeah. like in the, like apparently no one notices him. Walks up and then thinks I'm gonna fire my fucking cane at the main bad guy, and the bad guy's like, oh you fuck you. Yeah, I mean he was pretty loony. Like oh, <laughs> it's like the same in character for him. <laughs> It was so funny, man. And just like the film stopped very early on, Anthony Hopkins' um, monologues came, you know, his his monologues came in and voice over the top. It was a weird point. It was so funny. I just like, he it came in at, so a, at a point where I was like, oh, no, 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 we've passed the point where you can just come in with a monologue yeah. like that or like narration. Yeah. yeah. Like this is, this, now it's We're just into weird. the thrust of the film. Do you guys like his little robot butler friend, Cogman? Cogman, Cogsworth? Cogman. Was it Cogman? Cogman? Cogsworth is Beauty and the Beast. Oh. Um, I much prefer Cogsworth. Idiot. <laughs> I, I don't know. I thought at points he was kind of fun. Yeah, and at other points he was very grating. I really like the design, yeah. the whole clockwork kind of gold yeah. and stuff. Yeah, that was cool. But when he's in the car going like, "Boom, bitch, get out of the way!" I'm like, "This is oh. the worst thing I've ever seen." I was sitting in a cinema with like 200 <laughs> people, and we're all just like, "Yeah." And there were like people from Paramount in there. I'm like, "Oh, you poor motherfuckers!" <laughs> yeah. What did you think of like? And this is. What did you think of his uh, the running gag of him singing and playing the organ? Oh, that yeah. entire scene just made me oh. cringe. Uh, yeah, that was another bit that was a bit like, yeah, okay. Finally, Cogman, it has begun. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, is that the most generic line I've ever heard in my the dialogue fucking in the, life? The dialogue in this film was really, really bad. Really bad, like the most generic stuff I've ever heard. That that, that first prologue like the the king arthur the Arthurian legend shit was so badly scripted and just it felt weird very well um photographed i've got to say some of the slow-mo with the dirt um flying it was not the worst king arthur stuff we've seen this year i Um. love i oh please um but i do love the fact that michael bay managed to make an Arthurian like 400 ad thing still look Full of explosions. Yeah, like he, mm. it's it's amazing. It's like he's becoming a parody of himself. Yeah, I, I mean, but like, but like, what how, what did you guys think of that whole kind of like the trend? You know, we we reported uh, you know a couple of weeks ago on our on our weekly show Top Eight where you know they're going to go ahead and do a Transformers film set in Rome and they're going to do one set in this historical timeline. And how did you guys think they did with with that whole trying to infuse you know the Transformers folk? You know, mythos with yeah. you know Merlin and magic, and and they were the they were the contributor to magic. Yeah. I would like to see more of it. Yeah, you know what? I'm I'm kind of a sucker for that shit. Like, Clearly. I will excuse <laughs> quite a bit of nonsense in a film. They didn't, but they just they, didn't push it. Well, they, well, no, they didn't, and it, it it kind of speaks to how bad this film is that I'm not I'm not going to give it a pass for that. Like, because yeah. I will I will watch some horrendous shit if it's got some cool mythos and just like some really. Interesting like, ideas. Or, yeah, that kind of shit. I really enjoyed the 15-minute um, little dialogue about the the Da Vinci Code-style oh. conspiracy to hide the Transformers, the Witwickens. Oh. <laughs> so, like... What, ah. Shia's little cameo. The girl in this... I love that Shia LaBeouf cameo. <laughs> I, I laughed out loud in the cinema of that. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a good little photo. Uh, and, yeah, so, the, like, the, the main woman in this is a descendant of Merlin, so... Uh, use the staff or something. She was actually quite good in this. I thought, I thought. she was good. Yeah. Um. She look. She, I enjoyed her performance, and I thought yeah. that she, uh, she she was easy. She was relatable. Yeah. And, and I was on. I was on her side. Look, I, all right. And this kind of is a bit Buddhist, but like I, I'm. I feel like she was in there to be kind of almost a pair of tits. 
Oh my god! Because well, I... of course, it's well, a Michael Bay film. But this the is the third thing, one like... opened up on their um, hunting in like Whiteley's girl's ass. Yeah, like literally and shoved this is... it in there, and it's part of the it's, yeah. It's so a thing. you get, but this and this is what really frustrates me because she comes out and she is a kind of a cool character. I like that inter like it was a weird interaction with her aunts and and her mother and <laughs> stuff like that. I thought, all right, cool, but the entire scene, you're just like you're being shot as like this bimbo, like this weird push-up bra type thing. I was like, this is fucking so bizarre. Like, I just, yeah, I don't like how the Transformer films kind of just slot, you know, hot girl number one here. And yeah. like, that's just a, a staple of these films. I feel like it's such a, a shitty fucking thing to do. Like, I, th- I think she was, I don't know. I don't think it's all that egregious, not compared to the earlier films, at least. Uh, she, like as George, you said, I agree. I think she was really good in the role. I thought she was uh, given and given her her all. I think everyone performance wise kind of was doing a good job, and and she looked good in the role. You know, so did fucking Mark Wahlberg. Holy crap, that dude is ripped to shit. Oh, holy yeah. shit! Um, but I think the, the part of it might have been that there's a precedent set by these films mm. that that role is is kind of designated hot girl there was nothing nothing in this anywhere near like Megan Fox like on the bike bent over on the bike yeah like the camera's going right up there what what do you guys think about um, Bumblebee going back to fight Nazis oh my god that was really how weird was that strange I think that I think that's a testament like that the submarine the space shit like how much was this that's what I'm talking about with how much was going on with this film that must have been like testing the waters for that Bumblebee spinoff or something because it was so random it was just like you see a poster of Bumblebee uh, in the war in wartime and then there's just this whole 10 minute scene about uh, him fighting Nazis (laughs) what the fuck they're very strange and Bumblebee is like not a character man he doesn't talk in these movies. To be honest, I I feel more for Bumblebee through through the fact that that seems to be one of the main interactions with him and and you know Sam Witwicky and and him and Kate Yeager. Kate Yeager. Kate Yeager. The fuck his name is. Um, <laughs> that kind of relationship seems to for me to be kind of the emotional focal point of I, the I, film. I, guess. I would agree, but I feel like that ended once Witwicky left. Uh, once yeah. Was gone. And now he's just a guy who's there. I've always been fascinated by the the way this movie treats its Transformer characters because they're so disposable. Oh, um, literally, yeah. like in the in the movies, like in the first one, Jazz I think just gets ripped in half. Yeah, for a reason. yeah. But then movie to movie, the cast of Transformers changes completely every single time with no explanation. This is the first one I think that brings back the Transformer characters from the previous film because it has uh, John Goodman's character. God, what did, I hate that oh, character. What did we think of... Um, the Nam character. Yeah, so did kind of go on a tangent because <laughs> let's be honest, that's what this is about. Um, that weird montage scene where they're, uh, Megatron's trying to assemble his crew. Oh my God. It's like the name and like the, the, the suicide, suicide squad, squad scene. Yeah. Yes. That was really what the weird. What fuck was but, that? But then they all died in the next scene. Oh. It was like it was like the roll call for the for the Decepticons. I don't I, get this movie. Man. I thought the scene was fun. I I thought it was fun. I thought it was cool but seeing all the these weird new Decepticons. But then yeah, they're all just gone. Yeah. And, if it and, was if if they had set up to, for this film to be presented in that way, I think that is an awesome way to do Transformers. Yeah, Who yeah. doesn't love that kind of shit? Sell the badass pose, name comes up and they do a cool pose. Dope. But Transformers, this felt like they once again just. Oh, a little bit of that. Yeah. Put that here. Oh, that's cool. Put that there. It didn't and make sense. It didn't make sense. Was one of them Nitro Zeus or something? <laughs> yeah. And one of, the, one of them, like the really crazy one, they were just like, no, we're not going to give you them. And then that was the last you saw of them. You're I like, like that. That was a good gag. <laughs> that's funny. But I, just the, the entire scene did not fit with the rest of the movie. Like it was just this bizarre, like the part of the problem with this film is that they try to tackle way, 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 way too many things at once. Like, yeah, so many, so about, much so that you can't. Eat, I couldn't tell you what the plot of this film is. Oh yeah, think about how many conflicts there are. There's humans versus uh, Decepticons. There's uh, uh, Autobots versus Decepticons. There's Autobots versus Autobots. There's humans versus Decepticons. There's humans versus Autobots. There's humans versus humans. There's uh, and then that's not even including the fact that the villain, which wasn't a villain. Whatever the fuck her name was, Quintessa. There's look, her there's, versus everyone. Uh, like, there's a lot of there's a lot of nonsensical distractions in this thing. I think the the plot is pretty simple though. It's the same as all the other ones. What it's, is it? It's get the thing. 
It's the same MacGuffin story that they all have. You know, the first one was the All Sparks. What did second they have one, to get in the second this one? one? Was the Matrix was of Leadership? This one was the stuff. Oh, the stuff. Everyone yeah, wanted to get, get the, the stuff. stuff. See, I, I forgot. I, I forgot that, and I saw it last night. Yeah, I, I mean, I did have eighteen beers before we went to it. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. Speaking speaking of the staff, that and this this really this really hurt because it's ILM and I expected better. But that last scene with like zero gravity falling in that thing was fucking horrendous. I thought that was good. And, there, and there was there was a point I where I I was like ILM, you're dropping the ball, yeah. man. There was there was a couple of scenes. I mean, and I, I'm not gonna harp on about it because 95 percent of this film was just looked stunning. But um, that last one, particularly where Mark Wahlberg throws um, Laura Haddock uh, towards the staff, that just was so bad. And I was like, "How are you dropping the ball here? Like, this is the one thing that this movie has going for it." <laughs> yeah. See, I thought this movie looked great from start to finish, and and that um big kind of anti grav uh, climax part, I thought was the closest this movie came to being kind of. Uh, like rousing, like almost getting me involved. Like I thought if the previous two hours had been a really good movie, I'm like, oh, this could be a really cool climax to like a good movie. Mm. Nah. What, what, uh, the, I thought, uh, so that trailer came out and it was Mark Wahlberg interacting with Bumblebee and Optimus fighting. And I thought they would improve it from the trailer. How wrong I was. That, that still looks terrible, I thought. I well, the composite this, job was bad. I see this on the, on the VMAX, man. I thought it looked great. No, no, I saw no. it in 3D, actually, I should mention. Oh, really? Oh, you yeah. poor soul. Uh, no, it was great. Yeah? It was really good. Yeah, I, like, I can't sing enough praises for the cinema I saw the film in. Yeah. <laughs> it was really, really good. Yeah. And the, the, the 3D was um, the best kind of 3D, which is the one you don't notice whatsoever. Yeah. I, I wonder if well, that made a difference oh. because I'll be honest, that, that, there was one scene um, in, when they were fighting – that was one of the scenes that I was talking about where they just, they dropped the ball a little bit. Like it just didn't look polished. It, the composite um, job looked awful. Yeah. Um, awful, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, well, certainly awful for ILM. Yeah. And I don't think I can remember any other point in this franchise where I thought that they really let the ball drop. I think there was one, the fourth one. The fourth one. Did not look. The third one had one really chunky shot. But I mean, at the um, end of the day, what? that's not the worst thing. The one where Shia LaBeouf gets on the top of the, the Transformer. Oh, he swings yeah. around and gets <laughs> on the back of it. And it's like, oh, oh, I did not want to see that. I just watched that highway chase from the third one again the other day where Bumblebee transforms mid-drive and throws Shia oh. out in slow-mo. I fucking love that. I love it so much. Th- this film has nothing of that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think this and the last one have, have nothing of... You get those really cool little action moments in, in dispersed in the first three, mm. I think. Like in the first one, there's that. Um, Isn't that what this whole thing is? Transformers, like cars transforming into robots yeah, doing yeah. cool and shit. I don't think the series transforming ever, back. I don't think it's ever topped that like Starscream battle where he's flying along, transforming into the humanoid and back yes. into the plane. Yeah, and yeah. that was fucking badass. The, he's dropped um, the ball. And this is, I, I, there was a point, and I don't know why I hoped it because I, I, I don't know why I expected anything of this film where Optimus Prime faces off against that guy that's like an amalgamation of those eight horn demon things and i was like fuck yeah this horn demon guy looks cool yeah optimus prime is gonna face off with him it's gonna be a cool battle (laughs) and then he like (laughs) he's like i'm optimus prime and then just like beheads all eight of them in one swell like and that was was in the trailer that was so unbelievably anticlimactic weak I was like, this this was your moment. This was this was a time to make a cool badass fight where it was a Optimus- badass moment though. He beheaded like eight guys. No, but see, I was like, this is that that was just so ugh. Yeah, I was over it. That yeah, I mean like I was I was so down to like see him either take on a big guy or take on eight little guys. Like anything that was just not But guys, 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 guys. What about the massive reveal? Earth is Unicron. Oh yeah, for all those big transformations. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, no, no, the post-credit scene sigh. was fucking hectic. They're like, "This works for Marvel all the time. Let's give this a shot." Yeah, I mean, it definitely feels like they're trying to expand their own little Hasbro universe now. Yeah. Bring on Beast Wars, I say. Yeah, let's just trash this and yeah, Optimus trash Primal. <laughs> trash. Well, they're kind of going. It. They're kind of going that way. I, I you know what? For for a spin-off, you sell uh, so many toys if yeah. you do that well. 
for for a spinoff type thing, because um, we mentioned it before, and, I, and I've always said that I'm a, a bit of a sucker for kind of going into like the past and the mythos of a of a of a world. The design and the the story behind those knights, I would be kind of interested in. I wish they'd done a bit more with that. Hmm. Um, I was re- I was actually really amped for that because I think the design of yeah. those was cool. And and just there's just the kind of the power behind that. Like when you get this kind of mythical, all powerful, like ancient statue type thing, like you're like, oh, fucking sick. And then the, they didn't really do much. Like they transform into a dragon and. Yep. I think they did something. I love how at the end of the Not fourth much. one, Optimus Prime's like, I'm coming for you, my creator. And then it's just like in the beginning of this one, he just is at Cybertron and he's like, <laughs> you, my creator, you're here. <laughs> that's great. It's so bizarre uh, too. Like, yeah. But that's why, that, okay, so that's why I think it's made for eight-year-olds. Yeah, no, it feels like like an actual, like kids playing with their toys. Yeah, like that's how, what I mean. How, and how dumb that would be and how little kind of narrative. Do you know what this feels like? And this was something that, um, our friend Kieran Gilfeather mentioned it was. It, this seems like a video game, uh, video game cutscene, like the dialogue and just yeah, the kind yeah, of the I haphazard. Can see, I can like, see that. All it just it feels like that 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 scene where he gets to Krypton feels like or Krypton with a fucking Cybertron. Sorry. Krypton. Krypton. <laughs> Krypton's um, gone, man. When he gets to Cybertron, it just feels like a cutscene, and that there should be some backstory or something that, that you know we're not seeing. Like, and that it just feels like a bunch of cutscenes just put next to each other. Yep. It's a it's it's incredibly bizarre. So here's a funny little thing though. Um Lorenzo de Bonaventura, who is the producer for this series, um, just <laughs> recently came out talking in an interview about the uh Quintessa character, the main bad guy yep. uh chick in this, and how apparently she was human and she created uh, the Transformers race, or something. So it's how like, cool does that sound? So it's like the Transformers were on Earth at the time of the dinosaurs, or something, and then she was human. But she anyway, it's did, it's did amazing. She, did she, and she sent Transformers back in time. Like it's their split <laughs> like, timeline. Yeah, it's like it must be. It's like just the this, this series' own disregard for its own continuity is. It's is like amazing. literally. I love it. It's literally like what they do is they have a wall and they write a bunch of story ideas up on that wall. I don't think they squares. put that much effort into and this. Then, and then Michael Bay takes a shit in, his, in the palm of his hand <laughs> and he throws it at the wall. And whatever sticks, that's what we go with, guys. No, I don't think so. I think that's it's, my, that's it's my just theory. like the script is like barely there and it's like the guy's got to, the people, everyone's got to get the thing and they just have to decide what the thing is this yeah. time. The script is dot points. We'll, f- we'll we'll film these these we'll things, live. and and a prime example um, when they get into the sub, and the sub turns out to be a transformer, and then the next scene is someone saying, the the sub leapt into the water, and then you just see the the submarine going. You're like, where was the scene of it leaping into the water? Like that's how cool would that have been? That I feel a like that's a necessary scene. Come on, man. Yeah, why was it not? A, why didn't that transform? That was Come really weird. On. Yeah, that's the, what that's what I'm saying. Michael Bay doesn't. Not interested in the Transformers anymore like, because it's not in it. Like a 747 jumbo jet transforming. <laughs> you know, like, let's do this. Let's do this. Yeah, let's make more Transformers movies. Come on, yeah. man. I'm a massive fan of Thunderbirds. I love, like, big vehicles. I love this shit. There's so much room mm. for this to be decent. Fun. Decent. I, not I like, love- it doesn't have to be great. It doesn't have to be incredible. It just has to be okay. You know what I and need this to not- be? I need this to be Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim is in so many aspects just like a shitty film. Like the acting in that is is pretty horrendous. And yeah, but at least it's got a bit of love. And but it it's does. It's, attention to detail. I can watch that and have a fun time. Like it's it's. I don't have to be watching Oscar material or anything. Um, with this, it's just there's absolutely no love or. And I, I don't mean no love put into this in the sense like I, this obviously took an incredible amount of effort to make, particularly on the, the side of like the special effects team and and all of that. But in terms of the kind of a high level aspect of this film, there's just it it, it feels so vacuous, yeah, um, of any kind of real purpose or thought. Um, but yeah, let's listen. I think <sighs> I think we got it out there. But I want to ask you guys: Are you pumped for Bumblebee the movie? And 
you know, Paramount have said there's 14 and more Transformers movies coming. Um, <laughs> you know, Michael Bay has said for the fourth movie running that this will be his last one. Do you think... This is a pretty long-winded question. I apologize. <laughs> but um, do you think that somebody else coming in will will give Bumblebee, you know, hope? Or is Paramount... Are they, they're they just too infused in this franchise. No, they're, still, they're still working with the shitty blueprint that's been laid out for this series. Like, how much can they possibly do... With like Michael Bay's Bumblebee character, I'd I'd rather watch another Transformers movie than to see a Bumblebee movie. I'm not interested. I want to see Beast Wars. Yeah, I'd like to see some Beast Wars. I want to see Dino Riders. Why haven't they done that shit yet? <laughs> I um, like I said, I I I guess I'm kind of interested to see Transformers set in that old mythos thing. But at the at the same time, if they never made another Transformers film, I'd be kind of I'd be okay with that. I'd be so happy. I yeah. see. I'd be I'd, joyous just for the for the those poor schmucks who like Transformers. I just just make one where it's like the original Transformer designs, and they look like that, and they turn into the vehicles. Like, well, the, the, I don't the, even the, care the, about the designs. The, no, the I don't. Designs I, are I, cool. No, I don't, I don't like them. Very I think much. No, but fine. I mean, but the original designs are cool, and these things look nothing like that, and they no, get, they, they don't. keep getting further and further away yeah. from it. The, uh, if, but I, but I think I'm saying for those fans, like. You know, you would say I'd be happy or fine if they never made another one of these. I would essentially too, but I think it would just be nice for those those poor people. Wouldn't if, that be? If they got one. Yeah. Wouldn't that be Transformers One though? Isn't that kind of no, closer to? No, that is fucking the same Michael Bay bullshit that all of these are. You, you're talking about the Japanese um, anime, the, the '80s cartoon. Cartoon, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the, for the fans of that sh- of that shit, yeah, <laughs> of that toy commercial garbage. <laughs> I mean, like. That was built. The, the purpose that this is the, this is the fundamental problem with Transformers and Transformers nerds. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Transformers the cartoon series was created to sell more toys. Yeah, okay? so so was everything exactly. we all loved as a kid. No, it's You're, often the other way around. Come on, George. Star, Star, Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> Margin, Margin, Margin. No, <laughs> no. Star Wars was was. Um, would you are you seriously saying that George Lucas created Star Wars so he could sell toys? He created Star Wars so he could make the film, and then subsequently, the merchandising thing has happened. Yes, I, I yes I, they I, are. I, yes, I'm not sure we yes, can never know. I don't know. Yes, about that. yes, you build in your merchandising into your film. Of course, you do. Uh, yes, anyway, but we don't, this was more inherently done. We don't need to worry about that. I completely agree that the original cartoons. Crappy, but but you like Beast Wars growing up. I love was, Beast Wars. There's been great stuff done with the Transformers over the years. The IDW comics, I think, probably there's been some fantastic stories told. And it would be cool to see someone uh, give this stuff the respect that it deserves only on the level of the people who love it out there. Yeah, yeah I agree. And it's yeah, not they, getting respected they, right now at all. <laughs> no, not it's at all. It's getting manhandled. <laughs> yeah. It's bad things are happening to it. Yeah, well, is, is there any... Anything else you guys got to get off your chest? Did, did about? we talk about the complete and utter unnecess- uh, unnecessary including of that that girl of the the daughter yeah, figure? Yeah, uh, yeah, I kind of touched upon that. Yeah, can I touch on it again? Oh, yeah, completely wow. unnecessary. Wow, hey, <laughs> Michael, <laughs> um, it was weird. I just like there was that first her everything that she was in. And the first twenty minutes of the film, I think, could be cut, and the whole movie could be cut. I think. I think you said it in an episode of Top Eight. You said her character feels like a bunch of producers at a boardroom saying, "We need strong females. We need a young, spunky girl because that's our market. She needs to be Latino. Yeah, you know, we got to hit bullet point, bullet point. And this is who we're going to sculpt this character. Unfortunately, the character doesn't do fuck all in the movie, so it doesn't mean anything. You fucking tools." Jesus Christ, Jesus. Uh, but yeah, Sorry. I agree. I feel like I feel like so many of these characters are kind of like parodied archetype nonsense driven shitbags. The only re- the only <laughs> way those archetypes work is if they actually have a fucking journey. But they, in the well, story. Like, the whole idea of like the you know kind of the archetype is that there's this kind of like the Joker is essentially an archetype and it can work because you can't really get away from archetypes, but like once they become parodies of themselves and they can become vacuous of of any kind of meaning within a storyline, then you get what you get in this. Like you get vacuous your vacuous is your word. This yeah, it, well, actually, I think it was Ben's, and I just I, no, it was mine. Oh, was it yours? Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know whose it is. The but Joker, I hear like a word, the like, Joker like, as an archetype. Joker is an archetype. A jester. Is but the mean? Joker is essentially it's the same shit. 
Um, what are we talking about? All I'm saying is like, I don't know. I just, I hate everything about this film. Fuck it. What about, what about Steve Buscemi? Wasn't that weird? Yeah, yeah. When he showed up as like yeah, a character yeah, yeah, who yeah, looked yeah. exactly oh, yeah. like yeah. John Goodman's character. Like yeah. Just yeah. I was confusing the hell the out of better and well? shorter. Doesn't he play the little robot? I don't know. No. The little baby blue one? And he's always like, eh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, saying that's funny Tom things. Kenny, SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's actually, if I could say a positive thing about <sighs> the series, the, the, the voice cast for um, the Transformers themselves is largely taken from the voice actor world. They don't cast a lot of celebrities yeah. in there. There's John Goodman, Steve Buscemi pops up in this one. But it, it's, Who plays Megatron? Doesn't Hugo Weaving play Megatron? Hugo Weaving I loved in the first three, yeah, and he, he got out of it. It was Frank Welker in this one, who was the original oh. voice of Megatron, who probably should have been there from the beginning since they yeah. got Peter Cullen for Optimus. Yeah. Um, I miss Hugo Weaving. Uh, I really Megatron. loved Hugo Weaving in these yeah. movies. Um, so it's kind of weird to say I would have preferred him to be in it, even though yeah. Frank Welker's the original. Speaking of Megatron, what the fuck did he do in this film? I don't know. Eh? Why was he there? I, and I, what I was actually, the weird I love how he looks different in everyone. <laughs> I'd really forgotten that he came back in the last one. I was like, wait, why is Megatron in this? And they were like, oh, we swatted Megatron. I'm like, ooh, are they going to explain how Megatron came back? And I'm like, oh, no, he he, he came back in the last one. <laughs> and uh, yeah, apparently he did. Yeah, this, so much of this film was so unbelievably unnecessary. I did like the design of Megatron, though. I think uh, they always, yeah, I think yeah. the rusted look, uh, it was cool. It was cool. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Oh, well, mm. that's another episode. Hey. Another review down. Hey. That's that. This is two films this year that have been shockingly bad. And they've both been the fifth in fifth installment in big franchises. Yeah, that's a good observation. That's exactly what they've been. Yeah. Okay, man, the fifth installment is not good, <laughs> generally. <laughs> what are the odds? I think there's been a lot of bad movies this year. I think this has been not a great blockbuster season at all. It started off really great. And I, I said to Benny, I said, Benny, is this the year? <laughs> this is it. This is the year we finally made it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I think next week we're going to have um, uh, best and worst so far of yeah. 2017. Well, I think we definitely have the, the year. worst. <laughs> cool. cool. Um, Get to relive so, all of that. Spoiler, this is the worst. <laughs> uh, yeah. Guys, thank you so much for joining us on this episode. Um, hopefully, you uh, made it out of Transformers like we just about did. Because that was tough. You're all going to go see it. We did. We've all watched all five of these things. Everyone's going to come back for all of them. They're all going to make money. You, you, you're going to do it. <laughs> yeah. I think this but was please the please don't. Uh, one, one final thing is I think this was the first time, the first movie... During us starting the podcast, it felt like a job. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we literally had the argument, which was like, we have to see it. Like, yeah. There's yeah. so many like things we, we would rather up be here doing. Playing arms, having a great time drinking beer. And I was like, damn, I'm having so much fun. I have to go watch Transformers. I saw it days ago. If I had had to watch this and you guys didn't, I would have been pissed. Yeah. We would never do that to you, man. We considered oh, it. Man. We definitely considered it. Yeah. I won't lie to you. Anyway. <laughs> Um, yeah, we'll be back next week with some other movie. Something better. Hopefully. Uh, it's been a pleasure, as always. Connor. B- uh, hello. Benny. Freedom is the right of all sentient beings. <laughs> I can't. I, I don't know. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.